Welcome to the HitchedMag.com podcast. And we're live. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined again with Dr. Trina Reed. Hi, Trina. Hi, Steve. Uh, we are going to talk about uh, sex over 50, and uh, you came across a, a survey that talked about how uh, couples over the age of 50 are having this ferocious sex. Uh, ferocious, <laughs> ferocious sex, Steve. Gosh, uh, well, I want to have ferocious. I want to have ferocious sex, and I'm not 50 yet. What? I said, do you want to oh, no, talk about that survey? Really cool. Well, it just yeah, it was it was commissioned by Cialis, so uh, oh, okay. it, it was a bit a bit biased. However, it talked about different, you know, sex over fifty and how it's all of a sudden it's gone from not being something that we talk about to a lot of couples over fifty are having amazing sex, and it made the got a lot of exposure up here in Canada, and mostly because I think the adjectives they used when they were giving the survey were things like ferocious. I'm still not really sure how to quantify what ferocious sex means, but um, I just think it's one, I was kind of going, well, is this news that people over 50 are having sex? But I also thought, isn't it fun that they're starting to say, gosh, people over 50 have big sex drives and want to have ferocious sex. So, you know, it was, it was a fun survey to, to look at. I mean, do you think that there is still a perception that people over 50 can't have wild and crazy sex? Well, I think people feel that once you get to 50, it's going to slow down, absolutely. And in fact, like, and, but people nowadays, they're like, well, 50, sex over 50, yeah, no, it's, it's going to happen. However, Steve, I still believe that when you think about a person over 70 having sex, Mm-hmm. There's still that ick factor. So maybe 20 years ago when people thought about sex over 50, that there might have been that ick factor. I think that's been moved up to 70 now. So people thinking about their 70, 80, 90-year-old grandparents getting it on, um, <laughs> they just they just can't fathom it. But it's true. It's And it might not be ferocious sex, <laughs> but they're still having a good old time. And, and, and you know, and, and good for them. I mean, it's really nice to know that we can have sex up until the day we die because it's one of those things that can give so much pleasure. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned um, at the top that this survey or study was uh, conducted by Cialis. Have products like Viagra and Cialis um, helped or hindered the public perception of senior sex? And, I mean, are they making a difference? Well, I, it's a double-edged sword for me, Steve, because... Before the products like Viagra and Cialis came on the scene, if men were experiencing erectile difficulties, not being able to get an erection or having difficulty maintaining an erection, it really caused a chasm in the relationship. Not only that, but uh, men would never, 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 never go and discuss it with their doctor. 
And now with this Viagra all over the place, men are going to their doctor saying, hey, I'm, you know, I, I'm not the way I used to be. Can you please help me out? They're getting checkups. I mean, it's a really great thing that this is out in the open now because, you know, our bodies change as we age. And it's just a fact of life. And there's no shame in going to your doctor and saying, hey, my penis isn't working the way it used to be. And women too. So we're, we're seeing that, you know, even though our bodies are breaking down and they don't act sexually the way they used to when we were 20, we still can have great sex. However, my problem with Viagra and Cialis and those types of, of enhancement drugs is it still makes us believe that sex is based on hydraulics. That is, the only way that we can experience good sex is when a man has a rock-hard penis. Now, the thing is, uh, intercourse is a very important basic part of, of having sex. However, when you get to be past 50, because our bodies change, women go through menopause, men's bodies change as well, we have to look at sex differently. Sex is no longer just about hydraulics. Instead, the focus needs to change to seeing sex as sensual, seeing sex as erotic, seeing sex as, as something that is not just a wham-bam, thank you ma'am, it's more of a, a, a long experience. And I'll tell you, Steve, when, when couples can move from that, uh, you know, two minutes fast and furious up against the wall to just experiencing this, the sensuality of sex, I mean, that is what makes sense, sex absolutely mind-blowing. So really, truly, sex after 50, when people change to accommodate their new bodies, can be some of the very best sex of their life. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I mean, I think this is actually something you mentioned in a previous podcast about um, erectile dysfunction being an indicator of, of heart problems. Was that, was that you? And is, I mean, do yeah. these drugs kind of mask that if there really is an issue? Um, well, hopefully, what, what happens is if a man isn't able to get or maintain an erection, generally extremities like penises and such, they stop working to make sure that the rest of the body can start work. And so uh, um, having trouble with an erection is a, this, one of the first signs that there might be something else about the man's body that, that's going wrong. So heart problems, diabetes problems, there's a, there's a few things and it's, an, it's essential that a man goes to see his doctor right away. And there's that stigma of, you know what, I'm no longer a man because I can't maintain an erection. But you know what, um, if, you, if you're stoic and just keep your mouth shut and, and, and not, not say anything, it can cause a lot more problems in the end. So, I mean, this, it's, it's the best thing to go and see your doctor and, and talk about this. And you'll get your erection back, which is great. <laughs> um, okay, so um, I, you talked about, you know, the sensuality of sex and stuff. And a lot of that um, might be out of necessity, like you said, because there's, there's aches and pains that go along with aging, and it's a very natural thing. Um, what can a couple do if their bodies... Uh, just can't do what they used to do in 10, 20, 30 years ago? Well, I think, you know, it's just, it's first of all, as we've talked about a bajillion times about Steve, it's <laughs> about communicating with your partner 
what is going on. So instead of avoiding sex because it's uncomfortable, you need to say, hey, you know what, my knees just aren't the way they should be, so, you know, the, the way they used to be. So sitting crouched on my knees just doesn't do it for me anymore, or my hips aren't very flexible, or, you know, just start talking about what's going on with you and what you can do about it. And there are products on the market, one of which is called an intimate rider and uh, there was a press release I think you sent it to me Steve about, <laughs> about this about and, and this type of product it's basically a block uh, a soft foamy block that's shaped to accommodate different sex positions and what's wonderful about products like the intimate rider is um, it helps you know when, to just have comfortable sex and even if you don't have any aches or pains they're really fun to do anyway they're really fun <laughs> to try I mean they just they put you're in a sex position you're comfortable everybody's happy I mean what, what's bad about that but if you have arthritis or you know aches and pains or you your knees just aren't what they used to be or your hip flexors or shoulders you know or you don't have the strength you used to to you know try and flip your partner into different positions um, these types of products this, this intimate rider really helps make sex that much easier and fun. Um, and I think the only problem with these types of products is they're a bit bulky and where do you store them <laughs> if you don't have a big house or you live in an apartment, but that's besides the point. Yeah, I'm sure people will figure out a way to, to do that. Yeah, and um, I want to let everybody listening know that we actually have an article up on the site about varying sex um, furniture. Um, I think it includes sex furniture. <laughs> I love that. And it includes the intimate rider. I'm pretty sure. And like some other, some other stuff, but it's all very, very much as you just described, Trina. Um, I mean, in wrapping this thing up, Trina, do you have some advice or I guess I should rephrase this. What's your best piece of advice for people over 50, um, having sex? Well, sex is not going to be the same. So couples who are over 50 come speak to me and inevitably they're disappointed that they can't get it on the way they used to in their 20s, 30s, and 40s. And they are intimidated that they have to relearn how to have sex because it, you know, it's a, it's a major overhaul in their, you know, communication and, you know, they just feel intimidated. Gosh, where do we start? And, the thing is, once you figure out what the new kind of sex is going to be, and as I've already said, it's it's based on sensuality. It's, you know, massages and taking baths and, and really taking your time with sex. And most, most, a lot of people who are in this age group are now empty nesters and do have the time now to, to take time to have sex. And when, once you move into stopping, not focusing necessarily on sex equals intercourse, rather sex equals erotic, it's really going to bring your relationship that much closer and also you're going to experience sexuality in a completely new and wonderful way. And it's, I just think, you know, if this is the, the cherry on life's cake. If, if this is the way you're going to leave life with, a, you know, a sense of, a really good sense of the passionate, sex, you know, sensual and erotic that's as good as it gets. So, I, you know, yes, things have to change. And when you do accommodate and, 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 you know, get over the feelings of overwhelmed and all that, it's going to be so worth it. So, you know, stick to it. Don't be discouraged. And, and, you know, and there's a lot of books now 
that Joni Blank, her her last name is spelled B-L-A-N-C. Joni Blank has come out with some wonderful books about sex. You know, when you get when you reach this age group, and really, when I read these books, Steve, I get all hot and bothered, thinking, "Holy smokes, <laughs> look what I get to look forward to!" Woo! It's it's really good. It can be a really great experience. Um. And so, I mean, I know a lot of our listeners as well as readers aren't at that 50-year-old age yet, but I think this is very encouraging for anybody listening, knowing that things don't have to slow down or stop. And, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll still be having ferocious sex. Ferocious. <laughs> maybe that's when ferocious sex starts, maybe, Steve. Maybe, maybe. maybe this, is what, this is what I'm missing. Ferocious sex starts at 50. <laughs> Um, that You know what, Trina? This has been fun, um, but that's going to do it for us. So I want to thank you very much for your time. Always my pleasure, Steve. And I want to give some information to everybody listening. Uh, Dr. Trina Reed it has a doctorate of human sexuality. She is the author of her recent book, uh, Till Sex Do Us Part, Make Your Married Sex Irresistible. And you can get more information from her website, Best sextipsever.com uh, tillsexdoespart.com and trinareed.com uh, Trina's also on Twitter uh, you can follow her at Trina Reed or I guess that's just at Trina Reed um, and of course you can find her information on hitchedmag.com along with her past articles and she uh, participates in the social network so uh, please visit all those sites and get her book and uh, we'll do this again soon thanks Trina thank you all right talk to you guys bye hitched entertains educates and inspires married couples